Okay, good evening everybody and a good year. We're, we are starting Tavshin Pei Gimel. In fact, it just was today and there's really no better time than to start the Sefer. I remember, uh, I think I said this once, that my Rav, one of my Rabbanim when I was a little kid, was a Ravam Chaim Foyer, who was Rav Gif, who is, but what was, Rav Gifter's uh, son-in-law, and he wrote the Art Scroll Kinnis. And he started writing the Art Scroll Kinnis right around now, I don't know, 30 plus years ago. It was like, like the week after Simcha's Torah. And he asked his father-in-law, the great Rabbi Gifter, who was the Shir of Tells in Cleveland, one of the G'daylim of America, how in the world is he going to write a safer for art school on Kinnis, on Lamentations, for Tisha B'av. Like, it's still on the high of, it's still on the high of Simcha's Torah. And if Gifter told me, making a very big mistake. If you think that you're going to wake up during the nine days, or on Tisha, and start mourning for the base of Midrash, start to mourn for the temple, you're making a terrible toss. You have to mourn the whole year. Just on Tisha B'av has to be amplified. Nine days is amplified. On Tisha B'av it's certainly amplified. And so therefore, even right after Simcha's Torah, you should be speaking uh, and thinking about Kinnis as well. We just passed the period of the year where tefillah is very much amplified. It happens to be that every day tefillah is amplified. And I was, I was thinking as we were doing Orchus Yeshur, we, we, all of us um, need to improve ourselves in tefillah. Tefillah is something that we do every single day. It's something that the Talmud says. It's one of the most important things in the world that people don't take nearly seriously enough. And I thought it was a good idea to, to, to focus on it. And Sha'ar and B'tfilah, the gates of prayer, is a remarkable book written by a remarkable person. Ray Pincus was one of the main tzaddikim. He was an American. He's the Weinbergs, the Noah Weinberg, the Shiva of Neri Saul's uncle, of Asha Torah, his uncle, as was Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, Shiva Neri Saul's uncle. Uh, he, he himself... Uh, was a was a mashkiach of a yeshiva in, in the south of Israel, Ofakim. He spoke around the world. He was very involved in Kiruv. He's very involved in teaching all kinds of things. And his works in, in his life were powerful. But afterwards, he printed a lot of his farm, and people around the world learned his farm. This particular sefer, Sharm Etzvah, he wrote during his lifetime. He died at a young age in a tragic. Uh, car accident, which was, it's, it's crazy, because he, he is a famous speech where he talks about a car accident, and that and that's exactly w- uh, what happened uh, to him, but I think this is the only work I remember, the Mashkirch of Lakewood, or Matzah Salman, should be healthy, and well, gave Shiran, he gave Shiran Shavatil on this work, so we're going to learn this work, um, and we'll take it, we'll take it uh, from there. So... We're going to start with the Hakdama, with the introduction, and then we'll get to the Psicha, the, the, the other words, but really, I'm not going to do the full Hakdama because I, I looked it over tonight. In some of it, he, he basically tells why he wrote the book, which I'm not as interested in, in discussing. Says Ray Pincus, Zeb This This work is discussing prayer. 
In Iker Mataraso, the main purpose of this is not is Le'orer Halavavas, Misrakshas B'Tefillah, or Letziyah Drach HaLezakas HaLeh B'Kavanah B'Tefillah. It's not, I'm not trying to motivate you in this work, he says, to get you excited per se about Tefillah, although in the beginning he will discuss prayer and why we, why Tefillah is so important. Rather, what's the purpose of Sha'ar B'Tefillah, the gates of prayer? El Be'ikr is Lahatziah, I'm going to, at least going to elucidate, into Laharas, and to show us the different types of prayer. There are different ways, just like if you're a musician, there are different ways to play the instrument. So too, when you pray, there's different formats of prayer. And this work is built off the Midrashim that say there's ten languages, yesh asara l'shaynas of prayer, of tefillah. Bi'isoy gadol, and we learn that there's different, there's different, they seem like synonyms, but there's actually different ways to pray. And it teaches a, a, a very big idea of a prayer. The Kemodah Torah, just like you see Torah, there's different, there's 63 masechtas, there's 63 tractates. Ve'indai la'odom, it's not enough for a person, haroitze la'hachkim, who wants to become wise, then he'll only learn one Masechta. I'll learn Masechta Shabbos. You're going to be limited in, your, in being a Torah scholar and understanding Hashem's Torah if all you know is one, one Masechta, even a bigger Masechta like Shabbos. you got to learn all the Masechtas, because Sugyas and all the different Sugyas in order to be a Torah scholar. So too with prayer. Just like in prayer also, there's, so to speak, several tractates of prayer, several completely novel ways uh, that a Jew prays. It's not just enough to, know, to pray with kavana, with intention, or to pray halakhically. A person actually knows how to pray and when to pray, which we'll be, which we'll be discussing. We know that there's ten languages of prayer, ten, ten different lashenas. We know there are ten commandments, ten, ten, ten mamars of creation. Ten is a big number, and the reason ten is a big number, ten, is because ten represents shlemus, for a, a, a full picture, a, a, a totality. Thirteen, by the way, there's also, but it's, that's it's separate. Why ten and thirteen are both words of shlemus? Avu de Kulo Asara just gives an example ten, ten, ten languages of the world created, Asara Sadibra. And we know that Tfilo also are ten different languages um, of Tfilo. And he says in Afkimino, for example, um, just like if you be learning, he says, um, I'm, not, I'm just gonna then we're gonna go further. Uh, if you want to paskin in Shabbos, you need to learn the right halachas of Shabbos, Kalim Brachas. So to prayer, you need to do the right type of prayer. And he gives an example. Let's say the second bracha, I'm just going to skip what he says, the second, I want to get to the, to the work, the second bracha of Shemona Esrei, say, now the second bracha of Shemona Esrei, we say, it's in the language of where you're still supposed to be praising Hashem. You know, the first three brachas of Shemona Esrei are brachas of praise, then you have bakashas, then you have requests, and then at the end you have thanks. 
So if during if you say mechalchal chayim mechaser and you say reif echol and you say reif echol you say reif echolim, you know somebody. I'm sure uh, we should never know this, but you've seen perhaps somebody who's davening for somebody who's very sick. Um, you know, we know that when someone's very sick, it's, it's when they need tremendous divine assistance, tremendous rachman, tremendous mercy from heaven, and people. Pick up their their their, their, their game in tefillah. They, they they usually improve their tefillah, and sometimes they daven very hard. So that's great, and you should daven very hard. But if you daven very hard in the wrong place, and that's a place of bakasha, it's a place of bakasha, it's a place of shira. In the beginning, you want to ask you're not supposed to ask for a four shleima for somebody. When you get to the bracha of rifaenu during the requests and the mikashas, then of course you say, Rufayinu, Yidavin, but in the second bracha Shmanasri, it's, it's Rufayinu, that's a shira, and that's how a person says that, and if you mess that up, it's actually not a good way to pray. So you can just give that example, just like if you want to pask it, if you want to find the halacha of something, you need to go to the right place, so too with prayer, you need to know how to pray different types of prayer, and that's going to be a lot of this book. That's his, in his Hakkala. He then starts with the Pesicha, and that's what I really want to start with, um, to get into the Sefer, which the Pesicha actually discusses before getting into all the different languages of crying out to prayer, different types of supplications, which we're going to elaborate upon and elucidate, hopefully gain and glean from. Um, in the beginning, of it, he talks about the necessity of prayer himself. In the Pirkei Pesicha, he says as follows, Yisoyed HaHatzlacha, the foundation of success, the foundation of all spiritual success. You know, we're, we're, you know I was just having um, lunch today with a very prominent attorney, not, not yet totally observant, and we're talking about Yiddishkeit, Judaism, and, and really the foundation of, of all success is, is to be a good, connected Jew. And if you don't... Um, the foundation of, of, of a Jew advancing is the Amr HaVayda and the entire pillar of Surah Hashem is Ladash HaTzfilah is prayer is we are all dependent upon Tfilah. Kamo Shalimun HaTorah who Amr HaOilam Shakol let's say you're a house that's standing on three pillars so there's a pillar that if you take any of those three pillars, the house will collapse. There's Torah. The whole world revolves around Torah. Come on, can Tfilah? It's binyan ha'adam va'olam. It's Tfilah is if you do not have prayer, your your house will collapse. A person will not be spiritually healthy. They will not become the person that couldn't should be in this world, which is a scary thought. It's an aver shanashama tluyabo. It's literally like a heart, <laughs> a lung. You're missing tefillah. You're missing a, 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 an essential part of yourself. Whether it's connecting to Hashem, part of tefillah is to connect to Hashem, to serve Hashem. So much of the spiritual world is connected to tefillah, to prayer. There are many people who will not be successful either um, on a on a on a, on, a, on a gashmius plane, what that means, your health, person's fi- finances, happiness, material, material happiness in this world, because they didn't pray for what they could have got. 
you know, I, I think I mentioned this before, if, we're, if, if everything is decreed on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, so what do I have to pray the rest of the year for? It's decreed. It's, it's basically, you can decree it, it could be in a storehouse right next to but the key, the key today and tomorrow throughout the year to get it very often is the tefillah that we say every day. Shem says, I, I, you can have this year, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, the money or the health, but very often it's only if you pray for it. It means it's there for you. It's there. And so the Hatzlacha of a person very often is if they pray. And that, by the way, is in Torah study as well. You know, how a person, whether it's the, the Torah knowledge, spiritual success, material success, physical health, all kinds of opportunities come through prayer. So one angle of prayer, which is to connect to Hashem, which is the purpose of life. And on, on another level, all kinds of levels of success, of salvation, come from prayer itself. Haruchniyam, both spiritual and gashmi material. Hakol oiver, all this comes there, avoid the satfila, work it. By the way, avoid the satfila, avoid the literally means work. It doesn't mean just pray, it means there's a, there's a level of work. The Efshula Hasigis Sarchenu Bachaimalada, and one should know 100%. Should a person not pray, they will not fulfill their potential in this world. They will not get the things they could have got. By the way, even the material, whether it's with health or our wealth or comforts, whatever, they're there to serve so we can become better people. And if a person is impoverished and they don't get them, or a person is not healthy, you can't, it's very hard to serve Hashem. Uh, in the same ways. Amru Chazal, our sages taught us actually a Gemara, in Nida. What should a person do um, to, become, to, to become smart? Now, there are people who are born with great IQs, high-level IQs, but they don't necessarily use it correctly, or they can't... I, I, I can tell you personally, I have, especially with Torah study, uh, you know, you meet with brilliant people, brilliant, brilliant people, a PhDs, go to schools like Penn, oh, Harvard, right? Uh, so, and they, they can't learn a daf of Gemara. They can't learn, they can't learn, their head just can't wrap around it for whatever reason. So how does a person get Torah knowledge or get wealth? Or to have children. Um, okay, having children very often is, but to have children who give nachas, right? Or, or things that a person doesn't have, or that they want to have, and right now they're not given endowed with. Yivakesh um, rachamim, ask mercy mimisha chachma. Who gives all the intelligence, all the IQ, all the wealth, all the children to Hashem? So if there's something you're lacking, the, the address you go to is to Hashem. And without this, very often it's not enough. The kolshikan certainly be a tsar. We know that so much of the, the, the times we were redeemed. I know, I just, you know, you look at the world today, we live in a crazy world, a Meshuggah world. A Meshuggah world, it's a crazy world. Forget, forget the anti-Semitism of certain uh, rappers from Los Angeles or, or the politics or the crime. I mean, live in a world where people don't know if they're a boy or a girl. They can't even say it sometimes. It's like, it's a crazy belt. We live in a world of, 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 of constant dangers as, as individuals in Hashem. And we're, we're here. Like, every time you see a from an Orthodox Jew, every time you see, you, we're, it's more miraculous. You look at, you know, of Klal Yisrael, of the Jewish people, through all, Hashem, we, we have been saved a million times, and we're here, but we're here because of a lot of prayers. Um, and we've been saved many times 
because of our tefillahs. And we know that whenever a person's in a challenging situation, we, should ne- we never look for real challenging situations, but part of life, part of success life, is, is, is sometimes to be, we, we encounter them, um, is very often it's tzaka, it's crying out to Hashem, which saves us, uh, which saves us. The, the, the great Italian Kubel sage, the Mechal says in his Derech Hashem, that the idea of prayer is listen to this, listen to that. Part of this is part of the essential understanding of prayer is Hashem says, I can give you divine shafa, which means divine bracha from above, whether it's on a material level, whether it's on a spiritual level, but how do you tap into it? How do you bring it out? She's, uh, in a healthy way, because you can, you can get things which which the frequency doesn't go, right? You think it's good for you, but it's not going to work. How, when it comes to Hashem, it's exactly what you need and what I need. It, it gives us to be the, the level of, of success. Shows a nevrayim mikal shefa. And again, sometimes people are born with money or born with health, and sometimes you need to pray for it. You should, if, you, if you're given things at birth, you say thank you to Hashem. If you need it, you pray to Hashem. And sometimes you should, not sometimes, always you should pray to Hashem. You should continue to be healthier, wealthier, your intelligence should be there. I think I mentioned this before, that Revigdor Miller, Zatzal, every time he said, Atachinen Adam Das, he's a brilliant man, tremendous Torah and tremendous understanding of, uh, of science and nature, of seeing Hashem, every time he said, Atachinen Adam Das, every time he prayed three times a day, Shemona Esrei, he said, please Hashem, do not make me have dementia, Alzheimer's, don't take away my brains. You know, he, he wanted to, we are, all of us are able to think, pray. He died every day until the end of his life, he was giving. He gave Shira, I believe, like, I think he gave, I believe, if I'm correctly, like 25, 27 Shiurim a week. Miller, Miller, the last week he died. His actually, Miller's funeral was the day of my wedding. I remember it very well. Other people came from his funeral to my, to my wedding. Um, you know, and he but he said he appreciated what he had and he dominated. Certainly if you don't have that, you should the way you get it, says Ramakal, is by dominating. and the more that you, you put yourself into tefillah, the more shefa you'll get from above. And if you don't pray, well then maybe you don't prevent getting Alzheimer's or dementia, or you don't get the intelligence you need, or you don't get what you could and should have um, in this world. Be a devour. Let's just elucidate this a little bit more. There are two paths to get with tefillah, what you answer from Shemaim. Rashis, and we'll discuss obviously in certain things Hashem doesn't give us because it's not for our benefit, but that's not what we're holding right now yet. Right, it could be a per- so the first thing we can understand: a person needs something, but he's undeserving. He doesn't deserve it based on his actions or his merits. In a zakai, through tefillah, yachol lahapik Through prayer, you can actually get it. Now, why could you actually get it? Some say some of the early sources say it's because when you rely on Hashem. You say, Hashem, I know you're the source of everything. That itself is the merit 
that you get it when you come, you know, uh, begging Hashem, that gives you it. And others say, other of the, of the early sources say, that it's when you daven, you change yourself. It means tefillah, it transforms you. You become a Jew way more connected to Hashem. When a person davens to Hashem, he's more connected to Hashem, he's more humble or she's more humble. Right? Prayer means you're more of a humble person. You're more spiritually focused. You understand where the source of everything person crystallizes their amuna and bitachan, they're more of a worked-on individual. They, they have more of a... And that just doesn't affect their prayer. It affects their, when you walk around thinking that everything comes from Hashem in this world, and you're more humble, you live a different life. And everything you do is differently. And you live more spiritually. So you're a different... You're now a different person. And if before you didn't merit... merit or you were undeserving to get so and so and so, but now you are. You've changed through your tefillah. You've changed through your prayer uh, by by investing uh, in it. But that doesn't mean just showing up to tefillah or just dominating. It means you're actually doing avoda. Avoda means work. It's it's putting your heart into it. It's avoda's belief. We want to we'll discuss. Um, you know, we'll, we'll agree our discussion. So the first thing of prayer is is that prayer can get you things which you would not get otherwise. You would not get otherwise. Um, they says there's another, there's another fundamental thing you have to know about prayer. The early Svarim say that Tefillah is the Shar, it's the gate that they open up the all the storehouses of Shemaim. Pirsha Dover, the Gang Zakai Ha'adam Adi Maisav of Odarke Chasta, the Aza Brocha Yeshua. She mentioned before. It could be that you are deserving to have whatever it is, whether it's wealth or health or children or Nachas or be a big Torah scholar, you have the merits. It's sitting there waiting for you. Very often, the way you only way you'll get it is through tefillah. The, the, the key is prayer. So sometimes it gets you things you're undeserving. Other things it's there for you to take, but if you don't pray for it, you'll never get it. It's the gate. It won't happen. It won't happen. It won't happen. I think. I know actually. So I think. You know, I, I mentioned um, a couple times over the years. I was in San Jose. The story of, of, of Rabbi Echel Shul, of I'm going to say very quickly of this Jew who was impoverished, 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 and he started having. A dream. Uh, if you go to, he lives in Krakow. If you go to Prague, then by this place near the river, uh, uh, near n- near the river over there, um, you'll find a uh, you'll find a treasure. So <laughs> he had a dream. One night, two nights, three nights. He kept having a dream over. And he has his poor, he's, 
eventually decides to go to Prague. And he gets to that point of the river. Um, and he sees all kinds of guards because Prague was, which is a good article in Aish, recently about Prague. Uh, the Prague was one of the main you know, cities of Europe. And near the near the near the bridges, certainly they were secured in, in, in their times. Where, you know, Turkey tried to conquer other places, so the guards are their guards. Then he's trying to, to go dig under this bridge, and the guards are there. Finally, he sees a point where he thinks he can get it. And after a few minutes of digging, the guards catch him, and they're going to throw him into prison. And they come there, they see this guy digging under the bridge. The guards say, "What are you doing here?" And he says to them, I had a dream, I'm very poor, that I should look here for treasure. And one of the guards say, you idiot, you, just because you have a dream, you come here to look for treasure, get out of here. I said, I have a dream about some Jew in Krakow having a treasure under his house. Right? Having, and I don't go to Krakow and dig under some Jew's house. Um, and when he got home, this Yakala looked dug, dug, dug under his house and he found this treasure. What was the point? And he, there's a shoal in Krakow for many years called the Yekla Shoal. We could have treasures under our house. There could be things that we really should get. And if we don't daven, we're not going to get it because that's the key to get it. Lundi Bali Avoida, and actually the, the Rashi, it's really Rashi, and the Rinabachia, we learned this actually last week's Parsha, Parsha's Bereshis. Dechsiv, the Pasuk says, we call Siach Hasadah. All of the, the grasses of the, of the land is, it's the, the, the says, it was before it was on the, the arts. Actually, before I just, I gotta say a bracha for those who are listening live, you can say man if you want. If you're listening on tape, you can't say a bracha. Because everything was not yet grown. This is God did not make it rain. There was no man to serve the ground. So it's in the beginning of time, all the grass is not yet there. Rashi elucidates, when the world was created, before man was created, before Adam, the grass had not yet Sprouted third through, even though it says in the third day of creation that there was going to be grass and trees, it was not there. It was sitting there waiting to grow, and the lama kilo himter because did not rain yet. And why did not rain yet? It's actually the language of the pasuk. in There was no man to to work the ground in it was no one there to recognize the good of rain. Adam, and when man was created, he prayed for them. And he prayed, uh, and then all of the, the trees and all the grass grew. So you see, from the beginning of time, that the whole world, very often, it's you're not going to get what you could get in this world. And even what you get, it will not be in the same way. You will not fulfill your potential without without tefillah, without prayer. It's guaranteed if a person is not praying, they are selling themselves short. They are selling themselves short in this world and in the next world. 
And so it was really built into the DNA of the world from the beginning, from the, literally the six days of creation. Where everything was sitting there waiting, the treasures beneath the house, the grass is beneath the ground. There was not the material and not the spiritual. man. The the grass come out? through prayer. And I, I mentioned before, you know, you ever see a from Jew? You know, we should not be here, not physically and not spiritually. You know, people talk about anti-Semitism like this. This is nothing. Thank God, it's nothing. This is like this is nothing. Nothing compared to what was 80 years ago, 70 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, four, I, I'll give you every decade of history. This is nothing. Nothing. Gornet. Baruch Hashem. It's nothing. It doesn't mean we should take it seriously. We should take it seriously. There's nothing. You know, we're, we're walking miracles. We are the products of prayer. The fact that there's millions of Jews living in Israel surrounded by who knows who, it's all, it's, it's, it's totally miraculous. Um, and how do we pray more? And if more Jews understand the prayer, would it be way more miraculous? We've seen with the dance of Mashiach already. Uh, but all of us, the fact that we're here, it's all Nisim and Eflayis. And, and the way we, 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 we become who we could become is Ayyadei Tefillah. Everything has to go to the Derek Sharat Tefillah. And this, by the way, particularly by Kalah if you don't go through the 12th, you will not, it will not come to the point you need to get to the Kalah Tefillah. She, he, he, Shari, Shemayim. The Tefillah is the gates of heaven. It, it's Ma'akeves, the Kol Bracha. The Tevah, and that says by Yitzhak, V'yatrelo Hashem. Right, Yitzhak, when he prayed the language of the Pasuk, Yitzhak is the only child who is going to be the, the, the bracha of Avram. Avram gives the bracha to Yitzhak. Uh, there was a Shema, of course, but he gives the bracha to Yitzhak. So V'yatre lo Hashem, he dug, he, V'yatre, he dug and dug and dug and dug with his prayers. We're all B'nai Yitzhak. Everyone, we all come from Yitzhak on this, on, uh, who's carrying this share. Ay, da'afal pishuk, far huftech la'avim avinu. Avram Avinu was told by Hashem, you're going to have all kinds of future generations. Lo hayabayim lo oilam. It only came, it only came, it only had children through tefillah. Rakayi tefillah she yitzlak natar lo Hashem. That's how Hashem answered it. Also, the Jewish people are going to be redeemed. V'chen galus mitzgulus mitzrayim, the redemption by mitzrayim. We know there were Jews, even the Pesach Avram was told they will be let out. Venishba and he swore, but it, it, it was only by Yishmael Kemes Nakasa and he heard the prayers. It was at that moment it changed. Ubelot filo lo hayenegalim. Right? You tell your kid, I have something for you. Just say please. Say please. Uh, every parent, grandparent knows it. Say please. Say there. I'm wait, I want to give it to you. It's waiting, waiting. It's there for you to take. You know, you have. You don't say please. You're not going to get it. Who's 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 holding it back? You see, we know that Bechamitah was the greatest student of the Rizal, the great 
uh, really the, 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 who changed the whole world with Lorena Kabbalah, who wrote down Itzchai and all the other of the Rizal's works, uh, said, the Rechaim Vital said, Shvidurus are shown in the early generations of the, the, the time of the Gemara, Terosam Keva Ba'ikar Vadaisam. That's what Rechaim Vital, this is the corner of Rechaim Vital. In the old days, when the Torah was, it was the main Avoida. Fa'ata, and now Be'ikar the Meshicha, it's Ikar Avoidihi is Tefillah. The main Avoida, main service is Tefillah. Explains to my Pimkis, and he poshehu. It's simple. That's like the inner kavana. That's not a Talmud Torah change. Talmud Torah we say every morning is kinegikol. It's the biggest mitzvah. Person lacks Torah. They're lacking the highest level of understanding of Hashem. The highest level of connection to Hashem. The biggest mitzvah in the world. I'm not have to talk about Torah now. The vadekam achshav. Torah is is shavik kol mitzvahs. However. We know, and this is a, uh, this is brought in other stories like Nefesh Chaim. Um, it's a kasha shana. Shavale daf gemara shlomim be'oisu yom chashav yoiser. The gemara is is worth more, but the avoda of Rosh Hashanah is to hear the shofar, right? If I had to weigh out what's a bigger mitzvah, learning Torah or the shofar? Oh, learning Torah is a bigger mitzvah than the shofar, but in Rosh Hashanah, right? Rosh Hashanah, the avoda is. Uh, Blowing the shofar. Person thinks they learn Gemara Rosh Hashanah or or not seeing the sukkah on sukkahs. They're missing what the iker what the iker focus is of Rosh Hashanah or sukkahs or all the time. So too, what Rechaim Vital says this: B'derish shalanu be'ina tefila shaf al pishet tzarich lasas Torah keva. You know, Torah is you know we're a nation of Torah. If you don't put Torah into the day, and you're living like a, a like a non-Jew. I mean, a Jew is we're a nation. We're, we're a Torah nation. But uh, you understand an hour, and as we get closer to the, the, the Mashiach, there's more of a focus on Tefillah. We have so you know, if you would have been living, if we would be living in Krakow in the 16th century, so we'd have. Certainly, a lot of anti-Semites, and we, we, we stabil- the rule was stable. You know what? The whole Middle Ages, even the time of the Renaissance, there is very little that changed in the world. We live in a world where, where every year, though, in t- the whole world's changing. In 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 two minutes today, oh God forbid, you can have Iran sending killer drones to anyone, including Israel. You can have a nuclear war with Russia. There was no nuclear war in Krakow in the 16th century. There were no. Do you know what goes on in the schools in, the, in America today? It's you can have a homeowner, and I was just telling some of this guy today at some lunch. I honestly, I said, I, I look at parts of California today, like San Francisco. You're homeless. You have more rights than a homeowner. It's crazy. It, it's it's There's no. It's, it, the whole thing is backwards. You, we live in a crazy world. I mean, things flip around today. You know, technology. Things go like, like this. The economy could swing like crazy today. You had COVID. Remember, remember COVID? Shut down uh, the entire world. The entire world. And a lot of it was bogus. Not all of it. Some of it was very real. But the fact that they shut down schools, bogus. Closed, basically, the past month, they've had all kinds of studies of the damage to children who were never in danger. 
we're never in danger these kids. It's crazy. Again, I'm not saying people... I'm not talking about... Uh, uh, I'm not talking the whole... I'm just telling you, a lot of it was totally unnecessary. Some of it was very necessary. I'm not going to the whole part. I should call you right now. But we live in a world that things can flip in one, one second. Today, you need to learn more than ever. As a mamish, we, we, we as a nation... Look, look at Israel. Nine million people, six and a half million Jews, two and a half million people, a lot of them could, would like Israel to be destroyed, surrounded by hundreds of millions of Arabs, many that would like Israel to be destroyed, almost two billion Muslims, many would be very happy Israel to be destroyed. Little Israel, with, with, with all kinds of condemnation from the far left and, and the far right, not empowered in most places, but they also would hate Israel. Like, we don't need to feel and every day that country is in America, the, the, the people that are living miraculously. You know, it, the, the fact that Torah, do you know there, there, are, there are far left people who would shut down every yeshiva day school in this country if they had the ability. They would ban all morality if they had the ability. And by the way, in certain places, not that far from power, okay? <laughs> but for Hashem watching over, you know, in certain places, they would, they would teach, if you don't, they would, they would teach every little boy and girl you have a mommy, or two mommies, or two daddies. You can be a they, you can be a them. There are many people uh, who would like to get that power today. And but for Hashem, that's, that, that's it. Right? And it's not the first time. You know, we have Khan, like, we have a person, so Khan is saying, you know what? This is Rosh Hashanah of Tefillah. Right now, as you get close to the Mashiach, the world's going to swing like a pendulum. It's actually, you know, it says that. It, that's Ikvesed Mashiach. That is. And when you're living in Ikvesa the Mashiach, when as Mashiach gets closer, and things are way, way more unstable, way, way more unstable. Even World War Two, without and it was never nuclear weapons till the end of the war. Today, it's not a joke. Two things go wrong. You have drones that can kill people. You can they, they, they can shut down the world. Fred or little Zoom cut sure now. They can, they can you can knock off the power grids of the whole countries. Right? You can shut down, you can knock out hospitals today from a computer in, in, in somewhere in Tanzania. Right? We live in a world where we need tefillah today. You, I, the Jewish people, the world needs tefillah more than ever. That's what Rechaim Vital says. Um, so there's a, a special today. With tefillah in our, as right now, we have to make a lot of effort on it. And run to it. This is the last time it has to be a special emphasis on prayer. And understand how we get closer to Mashiach, and we need more and more prayer as individuals and as a nation. Because we're really, it's a little bit more theological now, we're at the, the, the gate between this world and the new, and the new world, coming to Mashiach. So we start collecting all of the Jewish mitzvahs over the exile and the prayer and the good deeds and the mysterious nefesh, the Jews who, you know, kept Torah, whether they were in Russia or in the Holocaust, the Spanish Inquisition or in Poland or wherever it may have been. I put it all together. We just said before, even if you have everything going for you, you need prayer. That means the final goal of redemption has to be by prayer itself. And even the Pasuk says in Yermia, Jeremiah, Mashiach will come through tears. 
v'tachnunim oivilam and through supplications v'darshu chazal she'ena galus galus the way the final redemption come to come through prayer u'misparim and just go back to the, to the Talmud before mayasa adam yakam you want to become wise the Gemara says yarbe yeshiva sit down and study Torah. Don't be overly involved in other pursuits. Daitara says the Talmud says that they didn't become wise to become Torah big Torah scholars. El Yevak Shurach they ask mercy from Hashem because He is all the wisdom. The Talmud says that one without the other is not enough. Same thing by wealth. Right? Do business honestly. And the Gemara also says that if you don't maybe do business honestly. They didn't get it, pray to Hashem, because one without the other uh, is not the And same thing having building a family. Uh, and again, you need to have, you need to do uh, to do prayer. It says of Pinkus, how Yeshosh Matas Kedilas, three is three things, with his wisdom, wealth, and, and, and family, Yesh Derech B'Kedusha, there's a way of holiness to get it. Um, and many people, um, didn't do, you know, again, there, obviously, there's a physical way to get all these three things, but not necessarily that they give a person bracha and they don't last, right? You know, as it doesn't, it's not that it, when it doesn't come through kedusha. First of all, the more righteous things it can be held back, and number two is it won't be in the perfect way uh, that 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 it, that it could and should be. The way it comes with kedusha is with tefillah, and tefillah is the the way to get it. The reason we're learning the safer, and we'll probably have to do the, the introduction, finish it next week before we get up to the actual text, is we, you need to know, I need to know. Uh, it's we understand how to pray. Our success in this world eternally, our, our ability to help the Jewish people in so many ways is if we know how to pray correctly. And, if, and just like if you want any skill set, on a, on a practical, you got to put time to understand how to do this. Um, not just put your heart into it, but to understand what you're doing. Um, and it could even be that a person has everything else going for them, they don't have a feeling, they don't get it. If you, so you got to know how to pray correctly. We have, we have no idea what the, the amount of bracha we can get if we pray correctly. Um, but if we take tefillah seriously, then we could, we could be to all, all uh, many many brachas and siyat Most importantly, by the way, every Jew takes brachas seriously, uh, gets way closer to Hashem, and, and no prayer goes to waste. So the more we pick up our game, I, I, this is the investment in tefillah is immediate, and and the sky is the limit we can choose for ourselves and for others. So. We're going to hold here for tonight. I just, you know, I want to stress, like we all, it's, uh, we have a very hush of people, very important people in this year. People who pray all the time and you think to ourselves, that if we, every little degree of improvement in tefillah is, is a tremendous benefit, tremendous boon and benefit for ourselves, for our children, for our family, for the Jewish people, you know, we can't even imagine every, that there's no tefillah that goes to waste and so much of our our development as Yidin, as Jews, so much of our success in, eternally and even um, 
temporally in this world is dependent on tefillah. So this is a super important class. Uh, it's important for now, so it's going to closer throughout the year. But you know, I'm excited because if we have the better keys, we'll get a lot further. And we need a lot of tefillah. Uh, you know, as as just we have an election in this country coming up. Israel has an election. And the truth is, we have elections every day of our lives on a personal level of what kind of person we're going to be and what, and what we're going to do for this world. And it's all going to be dependent on the prayers that you and I do. So we'll pick up on this topic next week.